everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the That Looks Life podcast, where we share all of the tips and helpful things about living your Lux life in the way that you describe it. So since on this podcast, we talk a lot about motherhood and travel, I wanna do another tips on traveling and motherhood. So in a previous episode on the That Looks Life podcast, I talked about how easy it is or the ways and methods that makes it easy to travel with a toddler or a baby. I take that back saying it's not easy to necessarily travel with a toddler or a baby, but there are ways to make it a whole lot easier and a whole lot stressful. So make sure to check out that podcast episode because there are some great tips that even listeners who have come back to me and said, I've used these tips and it made so much of a difference and it made everything so less stressful. Um, So that has a lot of valuable information based off my own experience of traveling with my son who is now two years old and I've been traveling with him since he was about six months. And not just in cars, but on flights, trains, a variety of different travel methods, both domestically and internationally. So there's a lot of juicy tips in there that'll help you if you're either about to have a child and you're like, you know what, I want to keep traveling. Or if you have young ones and you're like, I just need something to help me travel with these little ones. But in this um, episode, I actually want to share about traveling prior to having the little one. You still have the little one, so it's traveling while pregnant. When I was pregnant, I didn't necessarily sit still. I was still traveling. Um, I traveled literally probably in the first two months that I found out I was pregnant and then traveled up until um, basically I couldn't. When the doctors basically said, no, you can't travel anymore. You're too close to your due date. You need to sit down um, and relax. Uh, But I was traveling both domestically and internationally while I was pregnant. on various, you know, travel partnerships as an influencer, as well as just traveling for my own enjoyment um, and just taking times to relax and explore um, and go different places. So on this episode, I want to share with you all some major tips that I learned while I was pregnant and ones that I'd found and tried out and they worked really well for me and they I've heard they've worked very well for others, just so you can kind of get this aspect of knowing how to travel, um, you know, while you're pregnant. So first, one thing I want to tell people is traveling while you're pregnant means that you're you're typically going to need a lot more space than you originally thought um, or you're used to, especially if you're later in your pregnancy. So if you have the means to do it a little earlier, I highly suggest to upgrade your seat. And I'm not saying, you know, go into business class or you need to definitely get first class, um, but even just getting, you know, economy plus or... Um, you know, those extra comfort plus, I think that they call them um, with Delta, those ones that have the extra leg room will take you a whole lot further, especially because you'll want to stretch out. Um, you're, you're essentially, you know, taking up more space in the world because you're carrying another human. So you'll want that space. Um, if you have the ability to upgrade 
to first class or business class, um, do so if you choose to, but I'm not saying that you need to. You know, if you wanna spend an extra up to maybe $100, I suggest doing that Comfort Plus, Economy Plus, all of those things, because usually they range to like 40, 50, 60 to up to $100 just for a little extra comfort and you won't regret it, even on shorter trips. Um, uh, there were trips where they were probably an hour long, but it feels longer and longer the more you sit there and the more uncomfortable you are. And honestly, you can't you can't put a price on that comfort. It's it's one of those things where you're like, you know, I have to do it just to make me feel better. Now, earlier in my pregnancy um, or early in your pregnancy, if you're not showing as much, you know, it's not as much of a big of a deal. But as you are, you know, showing more and more, I highly suggest getting it just so you can stretch out and you're not feeling as tightened up and, and stressed and uncomfortable because of course that's going to make not only you uncomfortable, but it makes the baby uncomfortable. Also, um, when you're traveling, even if you haven't had the chance to upgrade, if you're looking at the, the, the seating plans and you see there's a lot of extra spaces in you know, those comfort areas, don't be afraid to ask. Um, I was on a few flights, and again, this is, I'm not gonna say again, but this is not something that happens all the time. Um, I'm someone that does not choose my seats when I originally book my tickets. One, I'm not really against sitting in the back of the plane because at the end of the day, I'm gonna get on and off in the same amount of time as most people. I'm never really in a rush unless I have a really short layover, which I usually don't schedule. Um, I make sure that when I'm planning my trips out, if I have a layover, it's at least um, you know an hour and a half to two hour layover um, with the hope that the, the, the flight's going to be on time. But I don't choose my flights for um, any of the the trips that I go on. The reason why I don't is because I found out is that when you don't choose your your seats, or I don't say I choose my flights, I do choose my flights, but I don't, when you don't choose your seats, your seat gets automatically assigned. Now, when other people are checking in earlier, the system automatically assigns them those seats that are empty. So for those who are on and they're checking in, you know, right on the 24 hour mark, they're automatically being assigned those empty seats that are the the, biz, the, the regular um, economy seats. And then if you check in a later, once those seats have been built, uh, booked up, if there are exit row seats that are empty or those comfort plus seats that are empty, they'll put you in those seats automatically without having to pay. I have been put in exit row seats a numerous amount of times, typically the middle seat, which I'm fine with because I still have extra leg room, but I've been put in the exit row seats a number of times without actually having to pay extra because the seat was automatically chosen for you. If the system automatically chooses your seat, then you don't have to pay for it. Now, how you're probably asking, how does this align with me being pregnant? So if you choose to go that route and you don't pick your seat, which is a gamble at the end of the day, um, and if you want to gamble with your comfort, that's kind of up to your willingness of what you want to do. I wouldn't necessarily say to gamble with your comfort later in your pregnancy, but like if you're in your second trimester and you're still able to feel comfortable sitting in a regular seat without that extra leg room, um, then you can play with that gamble. Um, and you could possibly get those extra seats. Or if you happen to pick your seat already, you board the plane and you can't necessarily as a pregnant person sit in the exit row seats. They choose, they ask you not to because you're not able to help as much as anybody else. But if there are empty seats in Comfort Plus, if you get on the plane and ask one of the, the, um, 
you know, the associates working, the agents working, sometimes they'll actually allow you after the, the doors have closed to move into that seat for your comfort. There have, there were a number of times when I was pregnant where, you know, we weren't in those seats. Um, and I took that gamble. And when we got on the plane, I realized some of those extra legroom seats were empty and they actually allowed me and my husband to move into those seats once the doors were closed because then it was actually confirmed that those seats were unoccupied. So you can ask that. Don't be afraid to ask. Now, going along with seats, try to choose an aisle seat. Um, the reason why is because you'll want to be able to, one, get up and kind of walk around to stretch to, you know, get blood pumping in your legs sitting very long. Um, on long flights for a pregnant person is not always the greatest thing. Um, and they say that you should get up and stretch and walk around a little bit if you can, but also because you'll probably be using the restroom a little bit more than others. So being able to get up and not have to bump different seats or have, you know, rub up against people and just be able to stand up and go, or even just look around the corner to see if it's open. Um, will will allow, like, will basically give you more comfort and more peace of mind. Um, and then it's also kind of lets you, your legs kind of go out into the aisle as well. So that's something also to think about, um, just kind of having that in the know, but going along with that is if you are pregnant, even if you're not showing, um, and you, you know, you choose your seats or you haven't told them to move your seats or anything, always tell an agent at the check-in area that you're pregnant, um, because, when you tell them, they might actually, so this is before you even go on the plane. So another way to get a better seat basically is, and I did this, I think twice, and it, it worked out for me once. It was like a 50-50 gamble. If you tell the check-in agent that you're pregnant, they might actually upgrade you for free. They may. If there are seats at that point that are empty, even in first class, and there's no one on standby, or there's no one looking to be upgraded, you may be able to actually get upgraded to a better seat to get more room because you're pregnant. It is a, it is a pregnancy perk. It does not happen with every airline and it's not a guaranteed thing, but I'm always one person that says it is not, it does not hurt to ask. Um, you can, you can just ask if they say yes or no. Um, then, then you go from there. Um, other things to kind of think of when you are you are pregnant and you are traveling. Um, you have the option to opt out of a security check. And a lot of people don't know this, that when you're pregnant, um, you can actually, going through security, you can opt out of going through the metal detector or um, x-ray machine um, because, you know, they, they it, it scans things. Um, but what they do instead, you still have to, you can't just walk through security and go, I'm not getting checked at all. But what they'll do is they'll pass you through a different section and you'll have to get a physical, you know, they'll have to physically pat you down. It's usually a person of the same, same sex, same gender, um, and they'll actually pat you down. I found this out after I had my son, um, so I never actually experienced it. So I can't speak to the intensity or, you know, what they touch and where they touch when they do that pat down. I went through the x-ray machines and metal detectors, um, uh, I never felt any issues. I, when I got to my later half of my pregnancy, I did ask to go through the metal detector versus the x-ray machine and they allowed me to. Um, and it's again, just asking them and letting them know your comfort and your feeling. 
Um, but that is something that you can opt out of and opt in to get a physical search versus a, um, a, a X-ray or the metal detector. Um, also, other things that you can get, another pregnancy perk, is that when you are boarding, you know, when they ask you or they let uh, say out loud, anyone who needs extra time or assistance boarding the plane, that does include pregnant people. Um, if you go to the boarding uh, gate and they, you say, I'm pregnant, am I able to get in early? They usually let you. Um, you can get to the front of the line. You can get on the plane earlier. Um, but again, it's kind of like you're in the plane. And then if you're someone who is doing that method of I'm going to ask the agent and on the plane if I can move seats, you'll have to wait till everyone's boarded. So I kind of did the early boarding and I got to the front of the line and I got on. But because like now I'm on the plane and I couldn't really go anywhere, I didn't really want to sit down. I really did, I really wanted to walk around towards the end of my pregnancy. Well, most of my pregnancy, actually, I actually waited to get on the plane till the end because it allowed me kind of to to walk around, to kind of, you know, sit if I needed to sit, to kind of still stretch my legs before I went into the plane and sat. Um, and then it'll, it allowed me to see once everyone got on, if there were seats open. And then as I got on and people were like, oh, you're pregnant. Um, you know, we have some of those seats open. If you want to sit in them, as soon as the gates, the doors close, we can move you into those seats. So they kind of actually also noticed. Um, they also sometimes, if they notice you're pregnant on the plane, will give you some of the snacks from first class. Um, you could always ask for extra snacks and always ask for water. Even if you are, they've already gone through and they've done the drinks and everything, um, you can keep asking for more. Don't be afraid to ask for more. I, on many flights, um, when they said, you know, we're, we're, we've ended, we ended giving out snacks and flight uh, water. I'll say, well, I'm pregnant. And they gave me more water. They gave me more snacks. Um, they typically make sure that pregnant people are comfortable and well taken care of. So you can get more snacks from them and they um, will give you more water or things to drink like ginger ale. Um, of course, you can pack snacks yourself um, based off of, you know, security, but they can give you some extra as well. Um, you can pack... Um, like I said, certain snacks, depending on you, you cannot bring the water through. I learned that, um, you can't, it, they, the only time they let you bring water or juice or anything three thing through that I found out is for children. So if you have children, um, which I kind of share in my episode about traveling with, um, children and toddlers and babies, they'll let you bring water and juices through for anyone who, who needs them like the little ones. But typically, when I was traveling, um, I did not get allowed to bring in water because I was pregnant. They were just like, you can go out and buy water yourself uh, when you get through or you can just ask for more. Um, but those are like the major, major things that I, I found out while I was pre uh, pregnant about the kind of things to do and tips to do. Of course, just make sure that you're plenty hydrated when you get on an airplane. Make sure that you get up and walk every once in a while. Um, you know, make sure you have your snacks, make sure that you're still taking care of you and also make sure you're checking with your, your doctor to make sure that if you're getting later and later in your pregnancy, that you're actually able to still fly. Um, you know, you don't want to get on an airplane and you know, things go wrong or, you know, you, you go and go into labor and you're kind of stuck. Um, cause no one actually wants to, um, you know, have a baby on an airplane unless that's kind of something that someone really, really wants to do. But I know it's not for me, um, and I'm sure people on airplanes don't want to be there and, and witness someone else giving birth. I'm not sure that's something that's on people's uh, bucket list. 
But those are some of those major tips and things to make sure that you check for, you know, traveling while you're pregnant. Um, and don't let anyone tell you, you know, you're pregnant, you should sit down, you shouldn't be traveling. That is not true. That's not something you should listen to. Um, keep living your life. Keep living your le- your luxe life, your best life. And, you know, just make sure that you're making yourself comfortable. So I hope in this episode that you got some great tips out of this. You found some things that are useful for you, something that you can take away and you're going, you know what? I can travel while I'm pregnant or as I'm thinking about getting pregnant, here are some great things that I can I can take into account to make sure I'm taking care of myself. And as always, I ask you to subscribe to the That Lux Life podcast. Make sure you check me or check the That Lux Life podcast out on Instagram. We have an Instagram channel now. And also to make sure to leave a review on the That Lux Life and give us a rating so that we can get higher and higher up in the rankings because it's going to make us make us or me allow me to have more guests on here i'm going to bring you great content and great tips and you know just have everything greatness and lux onto that lux life podcast so again thank you for listening and i will catch you next time